You are now entering Underland, where the underground meets Wonderland, with your host, DJ Mad Hatter. Five, four, three, two, one. You are tuned in to Underland Radio. I am your host, DJ Mad Hatter. Tonight we got a sick one with Will E on deck, along with our resident DJ Mix Fix in the mix. But before all that, make sure you're checking out the website, underlandradio.com. You can listen to all the past episodes as well as see who's coming up on future episodes. Also, make sure you're checking out our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash underlandradio. And make sure you're following us on social media, Instagram, underlandradio, all one word. Follow us on Facebook, Underland Radio, and follow us on Twitter, Underland Radio 1. So now I'm going to get into a little house set myself, DJ Mad Hatter in the mix. Stay tuned, tune in, enjoy. Underland Radio on Sabbath.
You are tuned in to Underland Radio. I'm your host, DJ Mad Hatter. And tonight we have our special guest mixer on the line with us, Will E. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, man? How are you, dude? How's everything? Doing good, doing good. So I wanted to have you on and I wanted to ask, what inspired you to start DJing? You know, what got me into DJing was uh, honestly just being a, a, a raver and a party goer. You know, I started really getting involved in dance music and understanding uh, dance music and the way it made me feel. And I always wanted to learn not only the mixing aspect, but also how to make the tracks themselves. Okay. So for me, the very beginning was just learning how to DJ beat matching. At the time that I learned how to DJ, it was all vinyl. CDJs were just being introduced. So okay. it was something that wasn't as um, as popular as it is today. Yeah, or it, even accessible, you know, every, really. Yeah, it, it, you'd go to a you'd go to an event and there would be turntables and very minimal uh, CDJs or anything electronic. So you know, it was it was kind of intimidating. But I would go to the record store. I would listen. I would listen to records, and I was buying records. And I decided to just kind of jump in and learn how to beat match. And once I did that, and I learned the differences between different needles and different setups, uh-huh. and the intimidation went away, and the excitement to, to overtake me. I was like, "Man, this is awesome!" You know, I wanted to, I wanted to learn how to really build a really cool vibe and understand the music and how how a set can actually have so many peaks and valleys and so much progression. So the arrangement started there, and my really piqued my interest in. I just I've never put the headphones down. That's dope. And so that got the DJing get you into producing as well. It did. Once I once I started DJing more frequently and actually DJing in front of people and getting really good feedback, I started to really understand um, not only not only for myself but for the party goers what they kind of wanted out of the set. And okay. the the music was so intricate and so interesting to me. The arrangements, you know, everything that I, that that I was listening to was so intricate and had so much flow that I wanted to learn how to make music. So one day I just decided, I just was like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna walk into a guitar center and I'm gonna buy, uh, at first I wanted to torrent something, but I was like, you know what, I need a full on setup. So <laughs> yeah. I, walked into, I walked into a guitar center in uh, probably 2000, late 2009, and it took me a couple of years, but I'm completely self-taught. You know, I, I went ahead and just learned the system, learned the plugins, understanding the way that the music is arranged, and I started producing. Nice. So what, what genres did you start with? I started with the genres that I was most familiar with. So first it was electro. Um, electro was something that I, I, I it's kind of dear to my heart, just those really grimy bass lines and you know, using the 808s, and I was just like, "Yeah, this is this is where I'm this is where I'm at." So <laughs> it was my comfort zone. It was where I felt most comfortable. And then I started understanding that being in a studio, you don't want to put yourself in a box. Yeah. You kind of want to you kind of want to be in the studio and just let it flow. You know, sometimes when you start writing, you might be you might you might be creating something progressive. You just don't even realize it until you're in the studio. Yeah, exactly. So. So I didn't put myself in a box and I started creating and I, I started making, uh, at the time I didn't even know what it was, but it ended up being like a future house or a future base. Okay. Um, a little bit of tech progressive kind of style. My style really kind of varies. It just all depends on how I feel. And I do write vocals and I'll be working with a vocalist and I do take input from different artists. 
that I'm working with, what they kind of feel. I want it to be very fluid and I want it to be very original. So um, we'll be in the studio for several days, just kind of going over our, our different melodies and the way we want it to sound and understanding what key it's going to be in. And, and, you know, we kind of form it from there. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. And do, yeah. do you have some stuff coming out right now or... I actually have some some tr- some new tracks that I have finished that I've submitted. Nothing's edged in stone yet. I don't have any release dates as of yet. Okay. But I do have a new progressive song called See Me. Hopefully, it'll be out soon. Like I said, it hasn't been signed yet, but I'm currently working on that. Okay, awesome. That's good to hear. I always love when, uh, you know, we, we've actually had a lot of DJ slash producers on the show. So it's awesome, you know, when uh, I get to hear about a project and then actually get to listen to it once it comes out. Like that's awesome yeah, to hear that progression, you know. From uh, yeah, uh, just like last week, we had a uh, Calcast on, and he he told me about this project that he's been doing, and it took a couple of years before it actually released, and he just released it on Friday. So it's cool to right. you know kind of get excited for what he's working on to actually get to hear the finished product. So it's it's fun, you know. See, I always love that side of it because I know what goes into making these, these tracks. I know what goes in to making this music, and I know how dear it is to a lot of these producers. And I also know that, especially from my own personal experience, we're never done producing. You know what I mean? We're yeah. never done fixing something or checking yeah, out, for like, sure. you know, checking out the synth or, you know, it's like technically these, these these projects are technically really never done to the producer that created it. Yeah. We can always think of something different or something else we can adjust. So. Yeah, that's the hard part for a lot of producers too, is to, you know, get, get it to where you're, you, think it's finished but I, I know there's always critiques especially after once you release it you're like oh man I wish I would have tweaked that a little bit dropped it out a little you know <laughs> right, this should have right. been a little louder you know it's, there's always there's always going to be that you know in the production aspect which is yeah, which you know, is kind of fun but you know sometimes for the producer it kind of irks you you know a bit you're like dang I really wish I would have went a different way with that sound or you know what I mean yeah, definitely, man. I, I, I got into the mastering side of it, too. Uh, at the beginning, I didn't really understand the mastering side of it, how important it was. But now I realize just how important the mastering is of the, of the track. And I actually go to a, a, a studio locally here. And um, the, the person that manages the studio has allowed me to go in there. And I, I spent a couple hours, at least a couple hours a week, just on mastering. And the sound engineer that works there has been very, very influential in, in me understanding just how important the mastering is for the finished product. So, uh, you know, creating the music is one thing, but understanding the mastering of it is so, so important. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Especially if you're you're mastering, like, per track, but then if you're mastering, like, the, you know, like a whole project where there's multiple tracks, you kind of want to make sure yeah. everything has that similar sound, you know? As far as, you know, quality-wise. So. Oh, definitely, definitely, man, definitely. You know, and, um, right now I'm actually, you mentioned uh, projects. Right now I'm actually working on a score. Oh, I'm working nice. On a, yeah, I'm working on a score for a short film. Uh, the short film should be out probably, I want to say October, just because it has, you know, they're, they're in their post-production. But okay. uh, So I'm working on a score right now. It's about a 22-minute film. Um I just got done. I just got done doing a, a reenactment for uh, NASCAR, and um, that that actually already aired on FS1. Oh, that's uh, dope, for race, dude! For NASCAR race day, yeah. So, you know, I've been I, I kind of throw my hat in the ring of acting and doing scores as well. So, 
pretty busy. Uh, you know, um, obviously music is definitely my focus. Music has always been my focus. Uh, that's where my passion lies. But through acting, I've been able to get other projects and work kind of outside of my comfort zone and work on scores for different projects I've already done. I already have one credit uh, for a score that I did a couple years ago, and now I'm working on my second. So just trying to trying to branch out a little bit with the music and what I've been learning in, in post-production and also in the studio. That's really dope, man. That's that's super cool to hear, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't you uh, shout out your your social media so people can uh, get a hold of you and see when, when your tracks do, you know, drop out. Out. Yeah, definitely. A, a lot of my a lot of my social medias are in either We Productions, so that's W E Productions with a Z at the end, okay. or DJ Willie, DJ Will Dash E, kind of like Wally. Okay. Um, you can find me like that on on Instagram is DJ Will underscore underscore E. You can find me on there. Um, I'm on all different platforms. The music that I have out, including on uh, Mad Rhythm Records, is also out on all platforms as well. That's dope, dude. Yeah, I'll for sure tag all that on our podcast version. So if uh, you didn't get that on this, you know, you can just go to uh, underlineradio.com, go to the podcast that'll drop tomorrow, and all your info will be on there under your podcast. So that's dope, dude. Well, let's get it. What, what kind of set did you have uh, prepared for us tonight? What I did tonight is I did something a little bit, a little bit different. I decided to go with what I normally, what I consider something that I the evolution of music for myself is I go a little bit a little bit techie a little bit progressive and okay. kind of do a nice flow of both and it's really really good I think I think this set is in a G minor key so it's, it's got a really uplifting at 128 it'll be really really nice and something smooth to listen to dope alright well let's get into it we got uh, sounds good man Willie on Underland Radio live on Sub FM let's go Underland Radio's guest mix.
Live in the mix with DJ Willie.
Shout out to Will E for that set. Now we have our resident DJ, Mix Fix, dropping some drum and bass.
went down. The thing came at me and I thought, Shane, you should have started believing in ghosts before it was too late.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Underland Radio. Stay tuned next week for a brand new episode with a brand new guest mix. Till next time, this is Matt Hatter saying love, respect, peace. Underland Radio on Sub-FM.